Welcome back to the Raising Helmix podcast. I'm Carrie Helmick, and this is my timey-wimey detector. It goes ding when there's stuff. <laughs> I'm here with not my husband, Kyle. Instead, I have my sister, Noelle. Hi. And my friend and former owner of the Roman Circus podcast, yes. Matt Baker. Oh, it was good times while we, while we had that podcast. Now I'm out on the streets holding a sign that says, we'll work for podcast. Every once in a while, I Venmo him $20, like, <laughs> for eggs. Yeah. That's how he's surviving. Yeah. I eat a lot of eggs. What can I say? No, but it's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be behind the microphone again. Thank, uh, glad to have you both. <laughs> Noe, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm 16 years old, and I absolutely love Doctor Who. It's one of my favorite things ever in the world. That's what we're here to talk about. I invited her on. She is the fifth Vandewali sister. I'm the oldest. She's the youngest. I'm the middle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Matt's sorry. Matt's in there somewhere. Yeah. And we're here today to talk about Doctor Who. I don't know if anybody's going to listen who doesn't already know what Doctor Who is. If you don't know about the show, it started in the 60s and was rebooted in 2005. And there have been 11 series since the 2005 reboot. It's about an alien who travels in a time machine um, throughout space and time, mm -hmm. saving people. The show's known for having a lot of camp, a lot of heart. And the ethos of the writers and producers generally seems to be produce as much content that Tumblr will love as possible, <laughs> but in a good way. One of the things that drew me to the show first, actually the two episodes I saw um, the first night I watched it were Blink and Midnight, which are probably some of the very best Mm -hmm. of the show. The Midnight especially stood out to me because the entire show has a real respect for the dignity of life, both human and alien. That's one of the things that I like about the Doctor is that in any situation he's trying to preserve life and respect life, even if that requires showing mercy to someone who hasn't shown mercy to others. Sure. Um, there's even a recent episode, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler to say there's a person who's pregnant and they're showing ultrasound pictures of their baby. And one of the doctor's companion goes, wow, mate, you're growing a person. Oh, wow. And baby's that's not a even bold, born That's yet. a bold move. I know, right? Yeah. So I've kind of told the story how I got introduced to Doctor Who. It was by Kyle. I was about 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. How about you, you Noe? flash those baby blue eyes at you and won you over. Who did, Kyle? Mm -hmm. Kyle has brown eyes. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, good try. Thank you. Go ahead, Noe. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was actually when you and Kyle started dating and he would like come over to our house and you guys would watch Doctor Who. And I think I was a little bit skeptical about it at first, but then you guys showed me one episode and I think it was the um, the Matt Smith Christmas special. Um, it's called something like The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. Oh, yeah. And it's like oh, wow. a kind of weird one. It's very weird. I didn't watch it for a while after that but then when i started again i really really loved it okay i think i actually remember that oh that i'm is so far episode. away from that i'm i'm looking here and that's the second christmas episode so i'm i'm the like matt a, smith a season the season yeah the matt smith christmas specials are really something okay they're they're really good so that's how you got hooked mm -hmm. okay how about you matt I mean, it was you and Kyle. When was it, were we talking when we first met? Was that what we were talking about? Something I had. Did we talk about Doctor Who then? We might have. I 
I just remember uh, thinking about how I wanted, I was interested in it because I like David Tennant. Mm-hmm. I liked him in Broadchurch. I liked him in Jessica Jones and mm-hmm. just some of the stuff I'd seen. So I, I'd always, I'd been slightly, I, I wouldn't say that I would, was going to watch Doctor Who, but I had been curious just because I knew that he was in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I like Matt Smith and Capal- P- uh, Peter Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker. So I actually like all the doctors. So that would kind of made it easy to to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So what are our favorite episodes? I don't think that I could pick one favorite, but one that comes to mind is a different Matt Smith Christmas special called The Christmas Carol. That's mm-hmm. the that's the next it's one. So the, good. Yeah, so I'll I'll watch that. Oh, you're gonna love it. And three, six, nine. That's twelve episodes away. Almost there. I'm almost there. Would that, you have a favorite one so far, Matt? Uh with the caveat that you've got six seasons to go of Yeah, I very so. much Yeah. Like I said, like Blink or Midnight or um uh the girl in the fireplace mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. The girl in the fireplace might have been the first episode I watched where I was like, okay, this is like a, a real show. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like it has the ability to go to, go to like places that are not just goofy. Yeah. It can tackle some emotions. Yeah. It can, it, it can explore some really interesting ideas. Yeah. Cause it was, there wasn't like a crazy, monster right it was just like it there was a crazy premise mm-hmm. but yeah i i like when shows that seem so reliant on monsters or aliens kind of step back and it, it still can float in that world obviously but yeah that was the first time i i thought i thought about that and there was a few like i guess the eccleston had some good stuff with rose there were a few emotion things there but mm-hmm. The whole first series just kind of seemed like a, like oh well, if you're new to this, which everyone was, if you're new to this, mm-hmm. here's all here's all the main like villains or main things. Here's kind of the setup. Yeah, you do have to kind of slog through it a little bit. The mm-hmm. special effects are pretty hokey, mm-hmm. um, but you know it's still especially fun to go back and rewatch. I think you kind of grimace, but you're like, oh, this was you know <laughs> yeah. early early new doctor i guess right there are a couple of really good ones though like the empty child oh and the doctor man Dances. yeah that's a really good one. that is a really and good father's two-parter day. yeah father's day is good too what was the oh the gas mask child. oh yeah no that was crazy that yeah. was okay that i forgot about that that was that was freaky that was yeah i enjoyed that a whole bunch are you my mommy that yeah. one yeah yeah so um back when uh kyle introduced the show to me I would download the episodes onto my laptop because we only had an Ethernet cable. We mm-hmm. didn't have Wi-Fi in the house. Nice. So I'd plug in and download them and then find times to watch them. And uh, that one I ended up watching with headphones. Our family took a road trip up to Cambria and visited like Hearst Castle and stuff one year, like around the holidays, right? Yeah. And um, so I was in the dark, like kind of under the covers watching that in an in a hotel room it was really really creepy i always remember that my favorite episode i think has got to be blink which i watched the second half of last night nice so good even though it doesn't actually have much of the doctor in it but you definitely have the doctor who feel mm. well the way they wrap it like the way it wraps up and the way they 
explain why the doctor wasn't really there I thought was good. Mm-hmm. I appreciated. And it's starring Carrie Mulligan, who I understand Matt has actually met. Yeah, my second favorite, Carrie. Aw. <laughs> yeah. No, Carrie, Carrie Elwes from, I'm just kidding, oh, from the you know, Robin fair. Hood Men in Tights. Uh, yeah, just through working at, um, I didn't, I didn't no idea she was in Doctor Who, and I met her years ago, just from working in hotels and stuff. And mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah. Just the one episode um, she's in, but she's fabulous in it. Yeah, if I knew... They, they were, she was there at the hotel for like a week. If I knew then, I would have like high-fived her for Doctor Who or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Noe, which doctor would you most want to be the companion for? I think I would have to say Matt Smith because I love all of his seasons. He's so like, he acts very childish, but then at the same time, sometimes he he really grows up and you see how like much he's been through and mm-hmm. how difficult it is to be the doctor and matt smith acts all of that so well and also but, some of the matt smith adventures are awesome they are how about you matt that second uh, favorite matt yeah uh it's interesting because i'm like i said i'm only two into matt smith mm-hmm. right but i appreciate how different like the feel is instantly different mm-hmm. right and I appreciate that he's younger and um, I, I don't have a good sense of his vibe yet. Um, and I haven't watched Capaldi at all, but the other stuff I've watched him in, I think that he would be hilarious just to hang out with in general. So I guess Tenet just by default of being, I haven't gone through his whole thing, but I also, like I said, like him and I like, I like what's going on. I think I would have said Matt Smith mm-hmm. until, uh, the 11th season because Jodie Whittaker is a doctor is so good. I think she'd be a lot of fun to travel with. Who's her companion right now? Um, so she's actually got three companions. Oh, wow. Which, um, and they've been series regulars. They haven't dropped in or out or anything, which I think is so they're all there. They're all there every episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it's, it's a really good dynamic. Uh, they all are fabulous. They all bring unique, awesome stuff to the show. Okay. Well, one of them, one of the companions is an older gentleman. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I appreciate that. Just trying to, because to me, uh, you always wonder the the draw or the idea, like you always wonder if they would just, it'll just constantly be like a young, cute female constantly over and over and over. Oh, right? the companion? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. starting early on. This is before I knew. Like, and it's not a knock on Donna, but she was like a little older, right? Yeah. She, but she brought it, she was completely different. She brought a whole new vibe to it, right? Yeah. So that was good. And it, but you just the you just wonder if that's like, it's just going to be dude doctor and his adorable mm-hmm. female companion constantly trucking around, right? Yeah. Um, and the Matt Smith seasons do get into a little bit of the like, will they, won't they? They've already started that with, drama. with, uh, Karen Gilliam, yeah, yeah, so it like instantly, it already, like, yeah, that I'm on episode two. It's already kind of there. It's hard to avoid that vibe, I guess, mm-hmm. when you've got the young, cute doctor and the young, cute companion traveling around together. Um, so I do like the trio of companions in that there's 
you know, they're leaving a lot of those possibilities more open rather than bringing it down to like, oh, yeah, this is a love interest for the doctor, mm-hmm. but we're going to deny it, but we're going to write it like it is. Right. Which is something they spent a lot of time doing in Matt Smith's years. Oh, I'm excited to watch. Okay, so th- this is uh, this is one of the most important questions I'm going to ask today. Okay. Let's assume that the doctor's taking you. Yeah. Into the TARDIS, you're headed off, you you land on a planet, just going to look around real quick, it's so beautiful, oh no, there's like some kind of disaster and the world's about to end. What do you contribute? Well, I think I could learn pretty quickly okay. how to be a companion. Like, I know that Rose at the beginning, she doesn't really understand anything about it, obviously. And then by the end, um, she really like notes her way around Mm-hmm. timey-wimey stuff um the biggest thing i can think of honestly is the number one rule don't wander off i could mm. probably keep that rule but <laughs> i don't know whether i don't think he ever actually wants anybody to obey that rule so that would count against me you're just like when i stand in a spot i stand there forever i was kind of yeah. thinking about that for you you might you might be uh more willing to listen out of yeah. You know, respect for danger than mm-hmm. other companions yeah. have shown themselves to be. I don't know that I have it in me to just run wild because I think that I know better than this 900-year-old alien who yeah. oh, that is clearly true. knows best. He might really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's pretty old. I think he's what, or he or she is like 1,300 years old or something. Mm-hmm. So well, might appreciate count- an easy pace for the next companion. If you count that one um, Peter Capaldi episode, I forget what it's called, but he... Oh, Heaven he and ages, Hell? Is it that one? Yeah, something like that. He aged like 4,000 years. Oh, okay. So we're... billion. Okay, several millennia. Wow. All right, wow. Matt, your turn. What do you bring to the table? I guess just like your a... podcast. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you need someone <laughs> to live tweet all of his actions, that's what I can bring. What would you do? I feel like I could help clear up loose ends i i could help remember sort of the little the details the important details Ah. as the doctor's kind of more big picture oriented i kind of play this role in my marriage Mm -hmm. we're gonna be honest here is that kyle's very big picture well kyle's not here so now's the the time to talk about him it really is if you could write an episode where and when would you set it I don't know that this really answers the question because I wouldn't want to be the one writing it. I'd want to be surprised watching it. But the episode that I would really like to see written is one that ties into Blink at the very end when the doctor says that he and Martha have four things and a lizard to go see about. Oh. I really want to see that episode about four things and a lizard. That's oh, a yeah. great answer. That's, a um, good, that's good. Where do you think that might be taking place? Well, London in the early 2000s, I think. Okay. Based on where they are. (laughs) And they have bows and arrows. And Martha keeps talking about like migration. So I'm very intrigued Mm -hmm. by all of that. That is something I love about the show is that most of the episodes drop some reference to other adventures that are not chronicled in the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. Little inside jokes and like, well, you didn't say that back when we were under the waterfalls of, you know. A lot, lot of stuff left to the imagination, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I appreciate that. How about you, Matt? All right. Again, keeping in mind that I am not even halfway through, so there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch. And I, I notoriously do not read ahead. 
So I don't like look any, I, well, I don't look up a ton. I'll, what I'll do is I'll look up, if I really like an episode, I'll look up like 50 best Doctor Who episodes to see if other people like that episode as much as me. Mm-hmm. But I won't read about the other episodes. Okay. So I'll just scroll through until I see a name of an episode that I've already watched to see what other people have said about it. I, and this may be too British and too crazy, but like he, he would be great if he went back and I know Sherlock Holmes is a made up character, but like if he went back and like went with Arthur Conan Doyle or did Mm -hmm. something in the Sherlocky Holmes time, but it might tie to, it might be like a too many British things smashing together, but I would appreciate that. Do you mean like the, the Sherlock that, that we have in recent times? No. Would you want Benedict Cumberbatch no, in there? No, not that as much as just the idea of... Because there's the episode where he goes back and helps... Um, who's the writer? Oh, Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie. Mm-hmm. So he does that. So like something having to do with Arthur Conan Doyle. Oh, like maybe he inspires Sir Arthur or, Conan Yeah, Doyle? or something like where just something in that realm, I think mm-hmm. it would be. Because I like Sherlock Holmes a bunch, so it would be great to have that tie-in i think yeah Mm -hmm. what about you um i'm gonna go the opposite direction and say i think it'd be fun to set an episode maybe just like a hundred years in the future because they do some like really futuristic earth stuff and they do some like oh this was 2012 or something Mm, like that right but i would be interested to to try writing a picture of what earth is going to look like in a hundred years and how the doctor might interact with it and what new monsters we have to confront I like that. I like the, yeah. And we can, in a hundred years, they can go back and see if it was really real. Yeah, exactly. Like apparently in uh, 2012, there was a giant bunker in Utah that was filled with concrete with all kinds of alien artifacts and stuff down there. So oh, man. we could go check on that. It's happening. Dot gif. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for both of you being on the show really fun talking about it any any last minute thoughts about doctor who any last plugs i really hope that this podcast has made you guys want to watch it because it would significantly better your life wow that's high praise yeah if you made it through the episode and weren't just bored to death of us lovingly talking about doctor who <laughs> uh yeah it's fun it i don't know there's just so many there's so much stuff to watch but i you can just why I tend to watch it when I'm cooking food or from mm. before I go to sleep. It's just a great, it's just a enjoyable show. I watched an episode at the gym today on my phone while nice. I was doing cardio at all. Yeah, it's great. Especially once you've seen it, you can then just jump right back in. A lot of the episodes stand alone. Sure. You can pick them up anytime, anywhere. Yeah. No, it's great. Visit gl- old friends. I'm glad you, you and Kyle turned me on to it. Yeah, you're very welcome. One, uh, making one fan at a time. <laughs> you should get some residuals or something. The residuals are like, you know, the warm fuzzies from knowing other people. Are oh, there the you show. go. And we will talk to all of you again soon. Goodbye. Bye. What is that show? What is, what is that show? Do you remember what it's called? Goldy. Cloud house <laughs> in the house, but it rained.
In the house race. Right. Do you remember Doctor Who? Can you say Doctor Who? Doctor Who. <laughs> I mean, like this one. Yeah.